Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, with the big... All right, this morning in the hot box, we have a broken AC unit. So this is going to be uh, <laughs> short, sweet, and right to the point. Yeah, but, but but also joined by Randy Angston. What's up, man? Oh, yeah, this is a random voice. Uh, um, <laughs> this is how dedicated we are to getting podcasts off. It's about 93 degrees in here. <laughs> right now, beads of sweat. Yeah, we got to get it done, though. So this is actually a really good show. Um, a couple announcements, though, I want to quickly make. Uh, June 17th and 18th, the next CLA workshop was just announced. If you want in on that, go to uh, winninggym.com slash workshop. Jump in on that. If you have questions, if you want to know more about what what is the CLA, what is the this amazing, magical system of automation for lead nurture and, and post consultation conversions and all this stuff. You get on a call with Randy. Uh, we have a, a link for that. Yeah. PF marketing solutions.com slash call. It'll, um, direct you right to me. Right do, a to my little, schedule. do a little demo on, on what the software is all about. And yeah. Everything. Yeah. We can do a demo. We can do, I oh, will do a walkthrough, show you the actual system. Guys, the biggest thing here is don't say no to something you know nothing about. We talk about it all the time. Every time I get on the phone with the gym owner, that's wants information on the CLA, they're mind blown. Mm-hmm. It's not a matter of like, yeah, I know it's like, th- no, it's nothing like anything you expect. No, it's nothing. So jump on a call. Let's have the conversation. See a demo. Let's go. And one, one of the things uh, with the CLA workshop, once you're in the workshop, you then join our Facebook group, which is a support group for just the CLA clients. On top of that, I do weekly support calls every Wednesday. And in fact, we just had one this morning yep. and, uh, you know, Alec said, hey, record me. I got a nice testimonial for you on, <laughs> on something that just happened for through the CLA. He basically had a lady that uh, opted into several gyms in the area and, and his CLA picked up right away. And she was like blown away with the response. She jumped in and she signed up. Eric, Eric Russell, um, you know, speaker at the event, he said it the first time that he spoke at the event, 90% of the time, the gym that responds first gets the business. If you don't have an automated system responding to your leads, you guys are missing money. Yeah, missing the boat on that. So, yep, that's our big announcement, CLA Workshop, winninggym.com slash workshop. Go check that out. All right, so this episode is, uh, we're gonna talk about everything beyond memberships and why, when you really, when you think about your gym, memberships should be your number one. Yeah, absolutely, right? that's the should foundation. Be your number one. And when I mean memberships, I'm speaking personal training memberships, semi-private training memberships. That should be your number one. But there's so many other things you can monetize and diversify inside and outside your gym mm-hmm. to generate revenue, wealth, income, whatever you want to call it. Um, so it serves you in the purpose you're trying to do. Right. And so this, this came up, uh, from one of your calls and some of the conversations you were talking about, right? Yeah. I mean, just consistently from the coming out of the, um, event that we had, there was a lot of chatter. I mean, the whole event, uh, and then the iron circle aspect, the conversation we've been having with our group from there, that group, especially it's about 
multiple sources of income. It's about how to create the quality of life that you want with the tools that you have available. The, the, the gym is a tool. It's an, it's a, it's an opportunity to create wealth and, but it doesn't have to be everything, right? So we've talked about outside the gym. Um, we can save that one for another episode, but inside the gym was the other thing I was, I mean, with the gym owners I talked to that weekend coming out of it, nutrition was a big, big thing that I understand most gyms are lacking. Mm -hmm. Um, it was, I mean, astronomical how few gyms had a nutritional component in their gym, whether it be meal guides, whether it be custom programming, whether it be a diet or nutritionist on staff or contracted to work with them. These are, there's so many different options, but if, if we're coaches, and we're in the fitness realm. We know that nutrition is a primary component to a client's result. Of course. I mean, you know, abs are in the kitchen mentality, right? 80% of it's the nutrition, the, the, the workouts supplement that. Um, but then why aren't we, you know, making that as crucial yeah. as the workout or yeah. the programming? And so that's where the idea came from. But then from a business owner standpoint, like how do we, how do we bring that in and, and create additional income with it or use it as a additional pole in the water. Sure. sure. Um, and, and then there, obviously there's others, but nutrition is a big one. So nutrition's huge. Um, let's talk about that for a second because there's, there's two main players in the nutrition certification space. You got PN, you got NCI, right? NCI is Jason Phillips. You may have heard of him on a past podcast. We've also had John Berardi with, mm-hmm. uh, precision nutrition. They both have their place. Now, um, one of the things that Jason, kind of brings to the table is the application of how to, Mm -hmm. how to, how to leverage it in your gym, not just the knowledge of the nutrition concepts, which PN is probably better at. I mean, and so Jason's, you know, whole philosophy is like, you know, you, you guys are smart, you're educated, but you're not educated in how to, to launch it in your gym and how to monetize it. And so he's got a whole certification program around, you know, how to monetize nutrition. And if you have interest in that, go check him out on, on, uh, Instagram, say that you heard him on the podcast and, um, you know, let him know and he'll, he'll open up a conversation with you on that. But the point is your, your Kate, you know, your point was like, look, if you're not speaking nutrition to your clients and you're not having, you don't have something not just to monetize it, but to get the results for your clients, you're really, you're doing a disservice. That's a big thing. Yeah. You know, that's a, big thing. And I think that uh, the things is one of the things that's going to continue to separate the average gym from the next level is a little bit more of how much the coaching is, how much the coaches are coaching, but how much the people behind it care. If if we are not in the business of letting people walk through our doors and, you know, select whatever memberships for them, them, Mm -hmm. and then just allow them to go work out. But that's great, guys. But that's the competition. That's our competition. Everybody's we're not in that realm. That. Everybody's right? doing that. And so if we're going to, if we want to do more, if we want, if we want more, we need to do more. How do we do more? We look at opportunities like this. Yep. Yep. Okay. So that's, that's a good one. Nutrition. Do you have it or don't? How do you do it? Um, and then the next one, an obvious next one would be supplements. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you think about it, your clients are taking supplements regardless of what you tell them, right? They're, they're probably going to GNC and, and vitamin shop and going and listening to the, the 18 year old sales guy yep. trying to get that commission, selling them into products that may not be the best fit for them. And most likely they aren't. And so, yes, you can do supplements in a lot of different ways. Our friend Jason DeRose does gymsups.org. Can you check him out? He does the, um, he does the private label supplements, drop shipped. And that's another thing, getting your clients on a reoccurring monthly subscription for supplements is key. 
you know, they, they're going to use, if they're doing it right, they're going to run out in about a month. Like that's about the serving size of pretty much. Oh, you mean like the 30 scoops of protein that they pre-designed? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) One month. So if you can get them on a drop ship reoccurring, you can start growing your income that way as well as smoothies, right? Do you have a smoothie bar? Now we've had a smoothie bar since we opened up in this location. We've had a smoothie bar since 2015. And is it a, is it a huge moneymaker? No, but I will tell you that it pays in then some for the staff that service it. And that staff isn't just making smoothies and going home. There are pr- pretty much our front desk concierge. They answer the phones, they reschedule clients, they change billing, a card on file. They're our greeter. They clean the bathrooms. They clean up around the gym and they do odd, odd jobs. And so if you can basically liquidate, self-liquidate that role by selling smoothies, plus your clients need benefit, benefit from it, they're going to get a better result. You can sell smoothies one off, one at a time. Or what we do is we do an unlimited smoothie subscription. We charge 89. I've heard of clubs charging 99. Either is fine. Uh, and they get a smoothie every workout. And so they're what we're, you know, what, what we do is we give them a special cup and then they come in and they kind of pre-order mm-hmm. their smoothies. So by the time they're out of their workout, the smoothies, they're waiting for them on the counter. Genius. Yeah, I, and I love you nailed it right there. It doesn't have to be the one-to-one, right? You've heard us talk a long time. We don't sell sessions for that same reason, right? Fitness doesn't happen in one session. Why am I, why are we going to have that conversation? We're going to take that client through a membership. Smoothies the same way. Sure. Do we have the option of a single serving smoothie afterwards? Absolutely. But doesn't it make more sense for the client to have one after every workout? Let's roll into a membership. Yep. It's recurring. Yep. Yep. That's another, that's another great one. Now there's a million other ways you can do uh, apparel. Now the, uh, the apparel in the gym is, is been the bane of most gym owners existence. You get, you, you get an order of, you know, 72 shirts and different colors. And usually you're working with a local screen printer in your town and they've got minimum orders and then you've got to do the design and then the sizing and all this stuff. You have to figure all of that out to kind of guess. Now you can do a pre-order kind of like sign up now, what's your size, what shirt do you want? You can do it that way. That's a little bit slower moving. And Mm -hmm. some people do, let me order the shirts and sell them. But you know, you go back in the back room three years later and there's a box of unsold shirts that are just sitting there inventory that you can't get rid of. They're yeah. the wrong size, a bad color, whatever it is. We've come up with a really unique solution to this problem, which is what we do is we have apparel stores. We build apparel stores for gym owners now that, I mean, we started dabbling in it a couple months ago. And after the growth summit, I think we've got 15, 16 stores to build, Yep, which is awesome. But you know, it takes, you know, we're gonna have to build some, some systems around this, but what it is, is basically you get your own store. Somebody purchases it. They pick their color, their design, their size. They put their address in and basically it builds them, drop ships it right to their house. No inventory print on demand. And it's pretty much the only way you should do it now that we have this, this, you know, five years ago, this wasn't around. Yeah, no, the simplicity of the, of all of it right now makes the most sense. Yeah. And and we sell that in a way as if I was the gym owner buying it for myself, I want to own the store. I don't want to have to pay, you know, like monthly. We've thought about it both ways, but you know, 
I'd rather have control and I own it and I can, you know, do, put my own designs anytime I want. But if you want designs, you want that build check, cause you know, we'll, we can help you out. It might be a while. Um, no promises. Well, yeah. Build, yeah. Building out the pipeline. We're, we're building everything out, but, um, that's one way. The other way is you can do, and what we're going to do when we open in the new space is going to be our legacy shirt club. Our legacy shirt club is, you know, it's a subscription, 29 bucks a month and you get new shirts every month. Okay. You're going to put your size in we'll auto ship, you know, it'll be just like the supplement play, but it'll be our new design for our t-shirts. Yeah. And, and, and the, take all of that. Now we've talked about the program. We've talked about the fact that we shouldn't be selling fitness, nutrition, accountability, all of these things separately, because what we offer is a program. It's all inclusive. Now talk about the top level membership that includes your training, your nutrition, your supplementation, your gym shirt every month, your smoothies, your smoothie, all of it for one nice round dollar amount that the clients don't have to worry about, or you don't have to worry about running around, figuring out, did I, did I get the, this month's supplement check? Did I get their apparel payment? How about we just roll it all into one membership and then that client gets everything that we have to offer every single month? Well, that's what we're going to do, right? Yeah, and yeah, and right. I think that's what you should do as, as a listener of this podcast is, you know, it, it comes down to three ways to make money, more clients, sell your clients more often, or increase the cart value of the client. And really you can generate more revenue with no more clients by doing the things that we're telling you, you get them on the subscriptions for the supplements and the shirts and everything else and the smoothies, the cart value goes up every month. And so your revenue per member goes up and your revenue goes up with the same amount of members you have today. Attention gym owners, are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're going to focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. Right there. The easiest person to sell to is somebody who's already spending money with you. The trust is there. Right. You've already established a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Find ways. Turn around. I had this conversation with our coaching clients this week. Turn around in your organization and look at opportunities with the people that are already in your four walls. Right now, this last year, everybody was like, you know, big eye opener. We need to make more money. And they went virtual. Or they went to all of these other things that weren't in, within their four walls, mainly because you couldn't, and that's understandable. But now that we have the opportunity to be in our business, ca capitalize there. Um, something that just has been resonating with me lately is get your home in order. Mm -hmm. You know, get your house in order. That That's saying, because we watched a lot of gyms close because they forgot the clientele that were in front of them. They forgot how to service the people that were that these are their members and they were worried about how the heck I can go out and I can continue to get people to buy stuff from me, mm -hmm. but they never worried about the, the people that were already there. I think that gyms could have survived or more gyms could have survived had they found a better way to serve the people within their four walls. I could see that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and it comes back, not that you can't have those other things, but don't worry about your virtual training offer. If your training sucks, if your four wall, if your, if your gym is crumbling around you, fix that first. Yeah. Don't go open up a second location. Don't go worry about other ways of, in, you know, generating revenue, fix the systems, fix your, your four, within your four walls. Then you can have fun or take the risk somewhere else, but you gotta get your house in order. That's, yeah. that's a great point. 
um, we had a gym owner that reach out to us not too long ago, you know, here's my gym. It's, you know, not making a whole lot of money, if any. And he's, you know, thinking about a second one. And I told him just, you can't either close this one and start a new model or fix this, you know, model and then open the second one. Once you're profitable, you can't, you're, you're just, they're both going to suck. Well, you know, I mean, they're both going to go down. The reason the proof of concept is proof of concept is because you need to know that it works before you go duplicate yeah. it. Yeah. And if you, well, you, the model he's in isn't the model that he wants. That he wants. I yeah. think he purchased it and it was kind of, uh, you know, falling apart to begin with. And then COVID hit and, you know, he's kind of rebuilding it. And, uh, you know, hope, you know, I know he listens to this. So, you know, we had already, we already talked about this. So no, no secret that, you know, we're going to either change the model here or close it and open up somewhere else with the right model. And the model is what we believe in is semi-private training period, mm -hmm. period, semi-private training. We're working with a club in New Zealand and, um, I love it. I love that they're doing this. They had a very similar to my model. When I first opened, they have a general access gym with, with independent trainers, you know, completely no culture, yep. they have no control. And so they just served, if you will, the cancellation notice to all these independent trainers. And it's kind of like they're in flux, but they're, yeah. but they're, they're moving so fast and they're going to, they're going <clears> to <throat> blow the doors off with their training model as, as they roll it out. So I'm excited for them. Uh, but, Point being, this is other than membership. So let's not get too deep in on that stuff. There's other things you can do to monetize. Do you do, um, do you do therapy? Do you do, uh, you know, call it muscle therapy? Do you stretch therapy, massage? Do you have sauna? Do you have cryotherapy? therapy? Those are all things you can build in. And I really like the reoccurring model mm -hmm. on all of this stuff. Why sell every month or every session when you can sell it once and it's reoccurring? You know, obviously it's a lot tougher to sell a reoccurring commitment on somebody, but when you do it, you really can, you can scale, right? And you don't have to sell it every yeah. single time. And I think that the, the rolling things into either like an unlimited or, or like an as used, but they're, they're find out your baselines. You know what I mean? Like find out what your average consumer needs with some of these things mm -hmm. and then make your packaging and your programming around that. Um, data, in other words, right? Like, don't just throw it at the wall and say, okay, cool. Everybody wants 10 PT sessions on top of their training and top of, no guys, like, let's see what our average users are using and then yeah. make some baselines when it comes to memberships and offerings. Well, it's a good transition segue. It's a good segue to, um, talk about the unlimited membership. Okay? okay. So the unlimited membership, I love, I love the unlimited membership because I'm the unlimited guy. Like you can go back to the whole, the old, and I don't even know if they do it anymore, but the old cell phone plans yeah, where you got data, yeah. data limits and things like that. You have, you know, seven gigs of whatever. I don't even know what that means, but, or you can do the unlimited. It's more expensive, but the, the, the comfort in knowing that I'm not going to get a, this crazy bill yeah. one day because I went over, um, is the same concept that we have with our unlimited training clients. And, 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 and I also think you should do, if you're, you're a team training model, I still think you should do unlimited there as well, but we've done the math. We've mm -hmm. done the math. We do it like every two to three years where we take all of our unlimited training clients and we take them out and we put them on a spreadsheet and like over this last, you know, 18, 24 you know, 36 months, how many sessions on average are they actually using on a monthly month to month basis? And the number for years has always been 11. It's been 10, four, 11, one, 11, 10, eight. It's always a less, we use 11 as our benchmark. Now the person that's unlimited is, is getting unlimited sessions. They're paying more than the three time a week person. 
which is 12, you know, 13 sessions. They're paying for 13 sessions a month or lower level people use more sessions than our unlimited people. We have lower level packages. No, no, you I know. know. Yeah. I know. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but the point is if somebody has th- 12 sessions a month, they're going to use more than more. 11 yeah. yep. than the unlimited. They have yep. unlimited. They're going to use 10. Eight. And they are. I've, I just talked to Zach about the same exact, you know, three weeks ago about this data. And, uh, and that's why it makes the most sense. Yep. There's so much psychology in it. And I think a lot of it comes back to even the status that we talk about, right? The, the, it feels good to, to be free and not have yeah. restriction. Yeah. Right. I, I'm the same exact way. I've since the second I paid a cell phone bill, I've had unlimited access a hundred percent of the time, yeah. every time. And you probably use less than the person below the level, right? I mean, I'm cause, sure cause they're tracking, they're looking to use every, every maximize every single yeah. bit. Of, yeah. In the unlimited psychology says, I've got them. I'll use them as I go. And it, and it shakes out. Yeah. You're going to have the person that comes 16, but you're also going to have the person come six. And so you got to do averages, global average. You got to look at your numbers, guys. I mean, that's how we make decisions. Um, I just posted uh, in the group. uh, And if you're not in our Facebook group, go join it right now. Guys, business talk with fitness professionals on Facebook. We share stuff all the time. But I shared our uh, client lifetime value uh, per age group. And it was not astonishing for me. No, not for us. Yeah, (laughs) but, but it really showed our 50, 60 year old clients spend the most, stay the longest. And like our client lifetime value at the upper age groups was 5,500, 5,800, 6,200. $6,200 client. Average lifetime value. Of, a, of in that age bracket. It's like case in point. We're, we're going after the 40 and over group, like Here, period. I'll give, I'll give some frame of reference to that. Guys, when you, when you call, when you schedule a call with us, one of the questions I ask is, do you know your lifetime value of a client? I'd say probably 20% have no answer because they don't know. Literally, I don't know. Um, the majority, I would say, are, are $1,200 to $1,500. Lifetime value of a client. Tim just said his most valuable clients are worth $5,500. 6200 Six, Excuse me, $6,200. Yep. That is a massive difference. Not, yeah. a, not a small difference. Not That is the difference on why growth happens intentionally. Why we put eggs in that basket and not just take who we can get. That's using data to, yeah, exactly. Going after the clients that you want in your gym, who are going to stay the longest, pay the most, be the happiest, not just the lowest hanging fruit. The problem with the marketplace is everybody's going after the lowest hanging fruit, but nobody's got the balls to go after the, the highest paying clientele. He who spends the most to acquire a client wins. We've been saying this for years, but when you know the data, when you know what a client is worth and when you know how much you should be spending to acquire a client, it's all a math problem. Yeah. What it all can makes you, sense. What can you afford? And, and, our, and our math says you should be willing to pay up to three months of dues to acquire or buy a client out of the marketplace. Now, knowing that and saying, okay, I'm, I, you know, call it eight, $900. I'd be willing to spend eight, $900 to buy a $6,000 client. But once you get a $6,000 client, all these other ancillary things can increase that lifetime value of that client supplements, smoothies, nutrition plans, stretch therapy, t-shirts, all the stuff we've been talking about that will allow you to spend more on marketing, which will allow you to beat your competition. Because if your competition's pinching pennies on marketing and you just have the throttle gassed, right? You're going to blow them out of the water. And that's the goal. You want to, you want to kill your competition. 
you want to kill your competition, burn their house down. Absolutely. You know, kick their dog, do whatever you need to do. <laughs> this is business, right? Yeah, it's and not you, emotional. It's not dirty to say that. It's not bad to say that. It's like it's your family against their family. It's, it's food on a plate. Do you want the food on your plate or on theirs, guys? Do you want your kids to eat or do you want theirs? Bottom line is business. I think it's food It's food on the plate. It's you, Call it your family versus their family. That's a really good way to look at it because... Your business is going to support your family. Their business is going to support whose family is more important. I hope you say yours. I hope you say yours. Yeah. And, and, and it, that's a good point because again, competitions, it's inevitable. It's there. It's going to be there, whether you like it or not, mm -hmm. you don't have to hate your competition, but you definitely want to understand how to beat them. Yeah. And so knowing your client, client lifetime value is the way to beat them because if your client's $1,500, lifetime value, you can't spend a whole lot to profit off of that, right? So you can spend, you know, 300 bucks maybe, and I can spend 900. Yes. So who, who's going to win? Who's going to win on Facebook? Who's going to win on Google, right? Who's going to win? It reminds me of the conversation, uh, buddy Josh in the business talk asked how much people are spending on Google ads, mm -hmm. 20, 25, 10, 15 a day per day. Tim was like 250 mm -hmm. or 350. Yeah. I think it was $350. We're spending something like $12,000 on Google per month to acquire clients. Now tell me why when our clients are spending or these other gyms were spending $600 yeah. per month in Google ads, we're spending 12,000. Who's going to acquire more clients? Oh yeah, we are all day. Now let's go one step further. What is the cost per acquisition for each of those clients? Probably 50, 60, 70, two, I don't know, 150 Let's bucks. just say they're a hundred dollars a piece. Perfect. So it's at $300 per month. How many, how many clients are they acquiring for an entire month? Three, three at most at most. That's the way it works. It's a math problem at most. Yeah. So three clients come join their gym at month per month. We spend six, excuse me, what did I say? $12,000 to acquire a client. That, that was that month, but yeah, we've scaled down yeah, quite yeah, a bit. It comes and goes, but that month was also one of the highest oh, we grossing we new member months. We've ever, was it 24, I think, new memberships or something came on board? Yeah, it was crazy. It was, yes, but yeah. there's a reason. Yeah, that's I, that's right out of when the, the lockdowns got released. I pressed, you know, I was like, I'm spending everything to get all these members back in here. And we did, and we did, and we're, we're in great shape now. So, um, I, you know, and another thing that we're doing, and I'll spill the beans is, you know, in our area, Scottsdale is golf centric. We, we, I'm TPI level three and I don't even use it. So we, <laughs> we went back to the drawing board and like, okay, in our new space, what's another level we can bring to the table and it's golf training. I mean, period, this is, there's whole gyms in this area that only do golf. Like we could blow them out of the water too. So we're going to take all their clients. When we open a new space. We're putting two golf simulators upstairs. going to be all golf training. Um, all the, I'm, I just talked to TPI yesterday and we're getting everybody certified with TPI. If you guys haven't looked at TPI, you know, go check it out. My TPI.com. It's, it's a great certification. It helps you screen and identify, uh, limitations. It gives you corrective exercises. It's all, it's, it's like a turnkey system. And I would tell you of all the certifications from CSCS, NASM, you know, freaking ISSA, ACE, you know, corrective exercise specialist, all of them, all of them, not one person, client prospect is ever asked about a certification except for TPI. You know why? 
because it's specific to a specific sport, area, yeah. sport, craft whatsoever, yeah. right? I was going to mention that, right? Because we talk all the time that most of the time when you get a new cert, doesn't it do doesn't any. add any value to you know your training, mm-hmm. but that's because you're doing it in a realm that you're already doing. This opens up the whole golf community as a different pole in the water. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. And and really what happens is the golfers, they golf with the same people mm-hmm. all the time. And so what happens is they've been playing with somebody for five years, and all of a sudden, you know, Joe's out driving Jim 10, 15 yards off the tee box on the same course they've been playing for five years. The conversation starts, TPI comes up. Now this person knows what TPI is and boom, they're looking for the TPI. You see it happen with the pros. You know what I mean? How many times did did Tiger change his swing coach? Yeah. You know what I mean? And every time, right? Okay. Results up or down. Well, how many other golfers followed that methodology? Oh, Tiger, you know, he, he increased 10 more yards. So everybody's going to hire that coach now. Yep. It's the way it works. I've been listening to a lot of Tim Grover stuff. The best line I've ever heard when it, come to a co- when it came to a coach. Kobe idolized Jordan when they yep. played together. Mm-hmm. A lot of people thought they just hated each other and were rivals, but he actually like looked up to Jordan immensely. Yep. While jo- at one of Jordan's camps, uh, Kobe was there and they were, he came up to Jordan and he goes, hey, I would really like to train with Tim. Jordan was the first person outside of, uh, to hire somebody outside of the team's organization. organization's coach yeah. when he brought on Tim Grover and Jordan turned and he goes, Kobe, I don't pay him to train me. I pay him so he doesn't train you. Mm. Wouldn't that be nice to be that coach? Yeah. Wouldn't it be really nice to be that coach? But that is, that's coaching, right? That's, that's, that's being everything for that client. And if you can solve a problem, Mm-hmm. And for for the golf community, drive length is a big one. That's the, like the 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 measuring context. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's the measuring context. Oh man, the power of the stroke. So, you you know, TPI carries that much weight. Like probably, I would say five to seven times a year, we have somebody asking or calling us asking about TPI. Now, I I wasn't on the website anymore because I let it lapse, but I re- reinstated it again, and. Yeah, we're going to press the gas on golf. I'm getting the whole team certified and we're going to have a whole nother profit center of golf training. Like why, why wouldn't you guys do that? If you're in a golf community, Florida, hell, I mean, I, the guy, somebody told me like Detroit, Michigan was like another, the third or fourth largest golf community. You know, I would interesting. Know. Yeah. yeah. So if you're up there, look around, is there a golf course? The Midwest. I mean, the mid, I came from the Midwest. Half my friends are half the gym owners. I know spend half their week on the golf course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, the golf is still a massive. Yeah. Mike, he's out there. Yeah. Golfing. Mike is golfing somewhere right now. Probably yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, so if you're in a golf community, look, just look around at your clients. What are they doing on the weekends? Are they golfing? They talk about golf. It might be an, you know, a good idea. You can create a whole nother, just like nutrition. You can create a whole nother profit center for golf specific 
training. You can charge more than your regular training. You can do assess, you can charge for the assessments. You can charge for just the programming and, you know, and TPI has got a great, I guess this is a plug for TPI. <laughs> TPI has got a, a great software. I think it's like 75 bucks a month. You put the screening in and it pops out all the correctives to fix this person's uh, limitations and it emails it to them and it keeps track. There's nice. an app and everything. I mean, we used to do it all the time mm -hmm. and I just, you know, I got busy and I never, and I stopped doing it, but yeah, we're, we're reevaluating everything. Everything's on the table right now, especially with a new uh, facility um, yeah, and going to weekly payments. We're doing, you know, smoothie club, shirt clubs, all this stuff. We're bringing it all in. Um, another thing, you know what? I just heard about it. Um, just before the growth summit, I had somebody reach out to me and said, Hey, you got a, you know, a, a big network and you're a gym owner. Like take a look at this fitness apparel line that does recurring uh, drop ships and commissions. If you share this link as an affiliate commission and you can basically, um, a lifetime of the value, any any of the client, anytime they go and purchase, they, you own that client that you get a 25%. There's a lot of affiliate, affiliate programs out there. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of the apparel that we wear have affiliate programs and simply by sharing a link, you get a, a check every month. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the like to me, when those opportunities exist in front of you and you don't yeah. mention your link or you aren't saying something like we, we did it the other day in the business talk group. Like we, we, we have affiliate partnerships with every software we use, every opportunity that we have to connect somebody with, because we know that if we're using it and we value it and we're sharing it with others, those companies are grateful for that share. Yeah. It's marketing it's for them. hundred percent. And they're willing to pay us that marketing expense instead of paying Facebook, Google, whomever. To, I should talk to TPI about that. Yeah. We I should probably should after this episode or before just, this episode airs. Yeah. I just, I just, <laughs> we'll, we'll put a uh, link in the, uh, in the job, in the job description, in, in the, the uh, show, show notes. notes, show notes. We'll put the link for, for our affiliate with TPI, which we don't have yet. guys. But here's the thing. You might be listening to this and you, that might sound insensitive to you. If that sounds insensitive to, to you, that just means you're not, you're leaving money on the table. There's nothing that Tim and I do for ourselves that we don't teach our clients or teach you to do yourself. Cause it works. If we, if it doesn't work, we're not going to tell you about it. hundred percent. We're not, see, here's the, here's the kicker. We're not going to sell you into something or pitch you or market it to you if it doesn't work just to make the commission. No freaking way. Never going to do that. We actually, and we've changed some of those things simply because yep. we've been unhappy with the way that our referrals have been treated. Yep. We've taken our name off of other organizations. Yep. We've done that too. We've done that too. And here's a, here's a nice thing. Uh, when you have an affiliate setup, maybe it's with the supplement company, maybe it's with uh, this apparel line, which I'll share with you maybe in, a, in an episode soon. If you, if you have those partnerships and those clients are buying from you and then they move to another state and they're continuing to buy those supplements from your link, from your auto ship, guess what? you're making money from clients that you had three years ago still. And could you imagine, like, I can't imagine the thousands of people we've trained that aren't members anymore for 12 years. If we were making $10, $15 a month from each one of those, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother revenue stream that we, we didn't do. So if you're early in the business, you're a couple years in, three years in, you haven't missed the boat yet. You can put these things into place. And when people, cause people cancel, like, let's be honest, where nobody's keeping hundred percent of their clients ever. You're going to lose that three to five to 6% per month, every month of your business. If they're gone three years ago and they're still, you're still getting a little like commission check. What's wrong with that? 
What's wrong with that? You help them and they're continuing to buy it because they like it too. You were just the, 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 the catalyst to getting that done. So I think it's a no brainer. Completely agree. Completely agree. And, and a lot of this has been kind of bigger out of the box thinking, right? These are the things that are in front of us every single day that we walk right past. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it takes a little bit more work. Sometimes a lot of the time it's, it's really just the foundational stuff. Right. Like it's a little bit of work up front and then it's just the reminder or building it into the to the system so that it's it, it's happening every single month. But guys, if you have all of this at your fingertips and you're not taking advantage of any of it, that's on you. That's on you. Change it. Yeah. Make a difference. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we talked about the seminar effect the last episode. You're hearing this stuff. And if you don't take action, you're going to be one of the 98 percent that don't do anything. So you be, be the two to 3% that say, Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. Let me go do that. And guess what? You'll benefit for years to come years to come. I mean, as goofy as it sounds and we, I'll let, I'll leave that for Frank to, to tell how and why, but Frank, when he spoke on our, on stages at our past event, what, a couple weeks ago now, mm-hmm. time's flying. Um, he taught everyone how to sell water. He taught the entire room how to sell water and make a hundred thousand dollars more than you are right now at your gym. That's a hundred, that's six figures selling water. That's double or some, you know, two and a half times the normal average Americans, you know, income, uh, income for, yeah. the year, for the year. We did how many, what was the average, was it 150,000 or something that the average gym, when we did the, the poll on the gyms, what was the average revenue? In that room? No, from global, from when we did the large one. Oh, it was like in the two, like uh, under 250. Under $250,000 doing what you're doing already. Slap $100,000 on top of that. Increased by 30%. Yeah. That doesn't suck, guys. That's a huge change by selling water. Yeah. We're in business to make money and serve your clients and you're not selling them cigarettes and then booze, you know, although we might want to sometimes. Whiskey, maybe. Yeah, whiskey. That's okay. (laughs) You're, you're, You're selling them a result, health, wellness. This is all good stuff. So supplements are great. Um, you know, hell the, the apparel, they're going to, they're going to wear a shirt today anyway. So might as well be your logo, your shirt. You made, you know, 10 bucks from it and you do that at scale. That's a whole nother revenue stream. So the, the revenue streams are endless guys. We'll end it here, but like, think about outside the box, beyond the memberships of what you do in your gym, you've got affiliate opportunities, you've got recurring revenue, subscription models, package bundle deals with the high level memberships. And I'll leave you with this one. And this one is something that we're going to be doing real soon. And and I will be the first gym owner to do this. Uh, but we're going to be offering a, what we're calling the legacy club. It's an unlimited, well, it's a lifetime membership for a paid in full $25,000 one-time check. They're going to get unlimited everything that we ever offer for life. And you're like, Tim, well, why would you do that? Well, think about it for, you know, if we know that our client is five to $6,000, that's five years up front. And I'm going to, so essentially burn 20 clients doing that, make a half a million dollars. Don't you think with a half a million dollars, I can replace 20 clients like in a, you know, friggin' month marketing. Yeah. I will replace those 20 clients using the $500,000 we, we make from the legacy club. And you know, we'll, we'll get 200 clients out of that. Why, why wouldn't you do that? So think about that. Every, every time I speak to a gym owner about that lifetime thing, 
they're like, Oh my God, I'd never, I would well, never, never have thought of that. I think cause the problem is, and, and again, it's the psychology of what you're gaining versus what you're losing. It's the, Oh my God, I'd rather have the reoccurring for 20 members over my average client stays with me for 10 years or, you know, my client stays with me. Maybe not, not the average, maybe, client. but average hell no. And no. that's what it is. It's a gamble on the averages. Well, I'm going to take the 500 replace the 20, the 20 and, yeah. in, in the first month Yep, and I'll have, you know, 450 grand left or whatever to, to, you know, put into equipment, mark more marketing, uh, you know, Multi- upgrades. multiplying capital. Yeah. That, that's, that's the biggest no brainer that nobody's talking about is this lifetime membership for, you know, a high ticket. Now you can't just have a basic you know, membership and charge 25 grand. It's got to be unlimited. It's got to be unlimited smoothies. It's got to be unlimited shirts. Hell, I'm giving these guys their own parking place with a sign. You know, I'm giving them their own plaque on the wall, taking them to dinner once a quarter. Like I'm taking care of these folks um, for the Legacy Club because why not? Why wouldn't you do it? absolutely. And in our area, and we've spoke about this before, and your area may be the same as mine, people are driven by status. If they are a legacy club and they have their photo on the wall with a plaque in their own parking place, that means more to them than the $25,000. They would, yeah, hundred, they would yeah. buy 25, yeah. they would buy a $25,000 parking spot. Yeah, if I mean, it could, <laughs> it's, you know, if it's shaded, they would <laughs> here. Good air condition. Yeah. A little golf cart brings them into the gym or ballet. Like six feet. Ba- just <laughs> ballet. So that's it for this episode, guys. Hopefully this kind of opened up your, your mind about different things you can do to drive revenue into your gym outside the memberships, guys, go and take action. Let us hear about it. Join the business talk group. We talked about the CLA. We talked about the calls. Go back and listen to it again if you want. We'll put the links for all the applicable details in the show notes, guys. Until next episode, keep changing lives. We'll see you. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you got to do is join our private Facebook group, Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals right now. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you free access to our 10 fitness marketing strategies, seven-figure gym owners use to win. All right, I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Thank you.